Dungeon Leap. Leap on the Borderlands. To remember who you are, you must become someone new. But if you fail to play the part, the end will come for you. Now, leap! All right, welcome back to Dungeon Leap, Leap on the Borderlands. We are continuing our expedition into the Caves of Chaos. And I don't think we're going to spend too much time on introductions and setup because everyone's pretty eager to get into it. So I'm just going to say a quick hello to Harriet and hello to Stephen and hello to Fraser and hello to Jared in the order that your images appear on my screen. And you can all say hello back to me at the same time. Oh. Hello. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, that's highly efficient beginnings. Um, let's get into the action, I think. Uh, so, you're in a dungeon. And in that dungeon, there is an altar. It's a black stone altar. It's rough hewn. It's crusted with dried blood. On top of the black stone are some purple glowing objects. There's a bowl and there's a pitcher and goblets. And... Uh, fist slams down onto the stone making those objects shake and the glow ripple around them and that fist comes down to emphasize a point being made by this ranting priest oh yes that's right the mournful duke is gonna come and when he comes down when we summon him down the keep is not gonna stand the keeper's gonna fall he's gonna lead us he's gonna lead us to bring the end of civilization and chaos will reign all around him in this chamber um the voices of excitement from the other adepts, the other robed cultists in this chamber, standing by the pillars, looking at this priest who is standing red-faced in front of a great tapestry, this sinister tapestry covered with silhouette demon shapes, holding, um, holding their victims in a skull-faced moon looming over the top of it. It's a pretty horrific image, a horrific image that is being witnessed by you specifically uh it is the great sebastian who is currently not alone but you are maybe feeling a bit alone great sebastian because you are wearing armor that was recently covering a desiccated corpse as you make your way closer and closer to this horrific scene and at your side is dougal black dougal black who has seemed a little bit out of out of sorts in the last um, few hours, but it's strange times, I suppose. So um, before we go any further, the great Sebastian, Jared, can you give us a bit of an insight into where he is at, how he is feeling, what his vibe is? Great Sebastian was 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 born for this uh, lifelong lifelong entertainer performer. He's, he's gone fully method in the role. He's groaning uh, like a like, like a zombie, lurching from side to side. He uh, even uh, took the opportunity to give it to, to you know underneath the um, underneath the armor to give himself a little bit of a touch up from his from his makeup kit. Really leaning into um, <clears throat> uh, the 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 zombie role. Fantastic, <clears throat> fantastic. So. 
um as you are lurching closer to this room you get a better view of what else is in this chamber there are a couple of other zombie shapes wearing the armor with the weird sallow skin just flanking either side of the entrance way into this chamber one on each side and there's two more zombies that you've been able to see right up by the altar and they are securing these chains that are holding tight a woman who is being held captive she's been dragged up to the altar and she has over her head this leather bag very similar to the to the bag that you have seen um, on the possession of Dougal Black that was in his special bag of tricks that he brought along with him um, only this one doesn't have any any little holes poked through it this one is uh, perfectly intact over her um, over her head so um, as this this captive kind of struggles and um, tries to get free of the zombies who are just holding her tightly, you get closer and closer. You are being watched by two other companions. So uh, we've got Free Free and we have uh, Barley who are just a little bit further back in the shadows keeping an eye on things. Is, is that correct? Um, maybe let's start with Free Free. Is there, is there um, anything you want to say about how you are um, engaging in this moment, how you are feeling and thinking and so forth? I would say that Free Free is watching Great Sebastian and um, his glorious performance of a zombie and thinking gosh, maybe I should try try to do that and is trying to kind of do what Great Sebastian is doing. Um, <laughs> not Possibly not very well, but Free Free, I imagine, thinks they're doing it pretty well. Very nice. At your side, Free Free, Bali. What's your, what's your vibe right now? Well, Bali's never had too many thoughts that he hasn't immediately externalised and vocalised. <laughs> um, so his vibe is more along the lines of he has the thought, Oh, right. I don't think we checked what's the signal for how we're supposed to know to rush in to help them or not. So he turns to Free Free and he says, do you know if there was a signal we were... He says it a bit more quietly than that. <laughs> do you know if there was a signal we were supposed to wait for to uh, rush in and help them? Or is it just one of those if people draw swords, we draw swords kind of situations? I don't know. I think probably it was like part of a plan. Right. I don't know. Do we have a... <laughs> we probably sure. need a signal. Right. I think sure. maybe if they look like they're about to die. Yeah. Good call. Hmm. <laughs> cool. What a well, that picture brings us to the, uh, the other figure in this uh, group of four adventurers. Dougal Black, fearless leader, arch planner, who was alongside the great Sebastian, also done up as a zombie and also getting closer and closer to this scene. Um, as you take another pace closer, you can see that there are four adepts, one for each of these pillars standing in the hoods. And then there's there's another figure wearing kind of a yellow tunic who's just over the shoulder of the dark priest in the shadows behind, like a little a, attendant or assistant or something like that. Um, for those who are at home and maybe don't know, I mean, I know, of course, what an adept is, but like, do you want to just explain for those who may not know what it is. Well, it's just a it's just a guy or girl in a robe with a hood and they're doing a lot of chanting. Some of them were doing little flute playing or pipe playing earlier. Um uh, yeah, it's a it's a sinister looking scene. When you imagine kind of a demonic cult ceremony, this is the kind of thing that should leap to mind, yeah. 
Got it. I mean, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure that we were all on. Yeah, absolutely. Page. Just looking after our listeners. Yeah. Uh, cult member of no specific rank. <laughs> got it. Got it. I got it. Okay. So yeah. it's like, not particularly adept at a thing, is what I was. Exactly. Now, of course, um, Dougal Black has a hmm. bit of a secret at the moment, which is that Dougal is not Dougal at all. Dougal, you are Leap. You are. You don't know who you are. What is your vibe and situation and thoughts in this moment? I mean, Dougal's having fun. Uh, Leap is having fun, right? Like he, like he. None of this matters. None of this is real. But he's just like, well, I'm here, and this is. I'm dressing up as a zombie. Um, getting into a cave. There seems to be some stuff going on. This is. Like I, I, I want to paint the picture as like there's quite a, I think, even though, uh, Leap and uh, Great Sebastian, I'm going to assume this, I like believe they're doing great zombies. It's clearly, it's clearly hamming it up in a little bit. It's a bit camper than it should be. Like it's, it's over the top. Um, so so it's obvious to the observer, but not to the the through the fourth wall, but probably not to any of the others in the room because otherwise. Yep. But yeah, it's a real, it's a real shaggy and Scooby situation. Brilliant. But um, but yeah, he's 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 going along. He's he's um he's here. He hasn't woken up yet. Um, and is uh just yeah, gonna gonna go in and um, I think Leap assumes is going to be some fun about to happen. Excellent. Well, as you are coming into the light of the flickering torches and the purple glowing objects on the altar. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be an occasion where the quality of your disguises is going to come into question. So um, let's have a let's have a roll. Let's have a roll to um, reflect the the performance. Would it be performance? You can go with performance if you're kind of performing it up. You can go with. Uh, I'm willing to hear other options if you you <laughs> think that there's something else that would fit. A charisma oh. role, anyway. I've, I've got, I've got deception, performance, and persuasion all as proficiency. So, and they're all oh, the same. Brilliant. So, yeah. Now, um, as I recall, Free Free uh, offered a little bit of yes. help with your charisma before. Is that is that right, Harriet? That was an advantage, it, right? That's. Yeah, uh, it's enhance ability, eagle splendor. Mm. So, so that's an advantage roll. It's an advantage roll on charisma right. checks. That, that's a relief. Uh, in which case, um, uh, that would be a twenty-one. Twenty-one, very good indeed. Would have been a seven. <laughs> All right, a seventeen. Seventeen <laughs> and a twenty-one. Cool. So as um, these two zombies enter the chamber, well, the light of the chamber, you are you're you're pretty much just on the the edge of the space right now, and you're looking at these pillars. And these figures who are neck deep in this ritual, um, I'm going to describe a little bit more of it, and then I'll see what you do to uh, take part or just observe or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, but the uh, ranting has um, has kind of come to a climax as the dark priest himself he uh, rows his arms up. And he says, ah, now is the time. Now is the time. Come forth. Come forth. And as he does this, one of the silhouettes from the tapestry behind him kind of detaches from the tapestry and 
swings down, kind of leans over him and pulls forth from the tapestry. And um, as it, it emerges, it kind of is holding what looks to be, is it a bottle or is it opening a shadowy vein? It's hard to tell exactly, but there's the sudden image of liquid shadowy wine filling this glowing pitcher above on the altar as as the priest begins to laugh yes yes <laughs> oh play your music play your music and all around in the adepts suddenly bring up their their little flutes and their pipes and they start to play their weird little piping going on so the only sound now is the piping that's filling the space and the groaning of the four other zombies and this woman with the hood who's trying to get free. And you can hear now you're close to some of the, the muffled voice that she's she's um, not making a lot of noise under there, but she's like, you get me out of this plug. You get this off my head. Or so help me. You, I'm gonna... Um, she's not happy about any of, any of this that is going on. So... <laughs> So zombies, uh, pretend zombies. What are you going to do? What is happening? There is wine going into a pitcher. Okay, there's music playing, right? So um, I think Leap sort of reaches into his um, pocket uh, and mm -hmm. pulls out the whistle and uh, joins along um, and just starts making like a 90s rave style uh, whistling <laughs> rhythm type thing. But Sandstorm. Uh, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little bit, a little bit, um, but 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 sort of, you know, still moving, moving forward, still zombie, like not breaking zombie rhythm. Okay, so you're in zombie rhythm. You're getting, you're getting the whistle out. Now, remember that whistle was, it was like a dog whistle. So it doesn't doesn't play at a level a that dog whistle people uh, can hear. Um, it's going to make it hard to. Um... Free Free could hear it, and the kobolds could hear it, and maybe something else in this chamber will be able to hear it. But is that um... a comment about Free Free's ears? Is yes. that? <laughs> That's exactly funny. So. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so cool. You you um, get that going and uh, find find your rhythm. No one has noticed the the kind of atypical behaviour of your zombie as of yet. Great Sebastian, you're also up close, able to witness what's happening here. While while lurching, mm -hmm. um, uh, Great Sebastian reaches out <clears throat> with a mage hand. Oh, pushes the pitcher over. Ah, yes. excellent. Okay, so your mage hand goes out to where the pitcher is and knocks, knocks it over. As soon as it falls, the shadow wine starts to kind of gloopily spill out along the altar. Immediately that this happens, the, the priest notices it and scoops it up and says, You idiot! And... Um, he throws a fist back at the zombie that's alongside him and smacks it in its zombie face. I don't know what you're doing. Hold her tight. And um, the, the the woman, she you hear her laughing. <laughs> she doesn't know what's happened, but she's taking responsibility. Um, he kind of tries to scoop up some of the other wine with his hand and um, begins to pour wine from the pitcher into these two goblets one of them fills up very quickly but because of the spillage he's, he's not going to get the other one fully done as he's doing that 
um any any further action from the the zombie side of the of the room no yeah. one's noticed you yet great so um so uh i, I said uh um the great sebastian hey hey great yes sebo um uh i look I don't, you know i know you're not real uh but watch this this is going to be cool i'm going to try something fun and like um he runs into the shadows and and tries to sort of get advantage point to be sort of hidden um a little bit ahead and sort of just to be sneaky up but get get as close to the um the priest as possible and attempt to uh to attempt a sneak attack cool all right so you're you're kind of sidling um quickly away from the main source of light behind where these pillars are there's actually big kind of shadowy spaces where you can get up against the wall get your back against the wall and move and so you do that um leaving the great sebastian kind of alone in the in the entrance area alone your back against the wall um you are starting to move as you do that 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 um kind of attendant or assistant or whoever it is who's behind um the the priest it looks suddenly very clear to you that he's noticed you his eyes are staring right at you and he raises one eyebrow without doing anything else he's got kind of a mustache um and uh kind of a, a an interesting face raises an eyebrow and he watches you in silence uh and then i guess um do i know so i, I notice he's watching me yeah uh, presume, yeah okay. then sort of just auto correct automatically just steps up and sort of zombies and shuffles again into the shadows <laughs> cool. just like keeps eye contact uh, <laughs> with the guy very um, good cool um great sebastian you're kind of the i still a bit exposed are you doing anything else right now you've got your uh, mage hand going you can see the priest he's um trying to get the second wine goblet full and uh as he's doing that with one hand he lifts the other one to his mouth and starts to suck it down <laughs> so the the ne- the next action with a with with the mage hand um the great sebastian's a little bit taken aback that um Dougal's just disappeared, but yeah. um, and was concentrating on on what on what he was doing. So he wasn't quite sure where he, where where he's gone, but does follows through with the next step in his plan, which was to whisk the bag away if he can from over the captive's head, mm. kind of in that in that process, sort of drop it um on like on the priest to interfere with what was happening. So cool. it's sort of a sort of a, a pull and drop. So you send. The uh, you send the hand to get to the bag, and start pulling on it. And as you do so, it's instantly clear that you can't lift it all the way up because it has that weird clasp. Remember right. the clasp that mm. was on there. But you've had a chance to examine that clasp up pretty close. You could you could unlatch that. You can open that up. You've seen it, right? It'll, sure. It'll take a um. It'll take a a dexterity roll for yeah. you to perform this manipulation smoothly. But you've seen what would be required. Okay, uh, that's a, a twenty. A twenty, brilliant. Okay, um, a few things happen at once. <clears throat> First of all, this um, 
mustachioed observing figure who has an eye on you um uh dougal he kind of shrugs his shoulders a bit and then he walks directly towards you and it's a bit odd how he walks directly towards you because there's a whole altar in the way and a priest in the way and he just floats right through them like a ghost he walks across the room is getting closer and closer to where you are. Are you reacting? I mean, I, it's pretty. Uh, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so leap, leap sees us, and it's a bit unnerving. Um, but he thinks, well, this is this is clearly not real, then, isn't it? Because people just don't walk through things. Um, uh, and so uh, leap does the first thing you think of. He turns and points at the great Sebastian dressed up as a zombie, and says, yells at the top of his voice, "Look, a distraction!" And um, points. Points at uh, Sebastian and then tries and then like runs through the ghost and or or through the through the mustachio guy and um uh I guess at the priest. All right, cool. So um, <laughs> you shout out a distraction. There's flute music playing. You run right through this um this figure as you're you're running towards him. His eyes suddenly go big with a kind of surprise. Um, and you see a smile on his face for a second. You s- kind of you walk right through him, and as you walk right through him, you have this weird shiver that runs down your spine. You are heading right for the priest. Meanwhile, the mage hand flips open the clasp, pulls off the bag from this woman, and as you are holding this bag and are about to maneuver it carefully, you suddenly see this woman's face. And you see this glorious smile break out on the face as all of the writhing snakes and making up her hair all turn to point directly towards the priest. She is a Medusa and she is so happy to have her face out in the open again. Ah, so good to breathe fresh air, well, so to speak. Now, who am I going to turn to stone? Um, the priest, his eyes go big, and he's like, no, 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 uh, and he throws, um, a, an incantation, a spell at this Medusa, he's gonna try, try and make the Medusa, uh, get paralyzed, and, um, Ironic. I think she's gonna get a saving throw, and we're gonna go into initiative, in fact, I think we're gonna go into initiative before he can even finish this spell, because there's, there's a lot happening right now, so let's have initiative rolls for everybody, please. Um, yeah, there's, there's a Medusa Aww. under the bag. 16. Oh, no, did free free not roll too good? The best 10 is a 6. <laughs> Bali uh, actually got a 20. Hey, Bali. Good, 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 good. Come and join us. Free Free got a natty one. With no modifier. Free runs the other way. (laughs) Oh, no. Poor Free Free. That's a one. All right. Okay. So... Um, your big ears from the dog whistle have um, given you. Some still advantage. ringing. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's so high. Wow. Why is he doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the very first thing that is going to happen um, is the uh, 
Oh, I think the Medusa, who has um, rolled very, very well on her initiative roll, um, she kind of stretches um, and expands her. She's still held pretty tight by these zombies. Um, she's going to... Hmm. I think she's going to use her snakes to try and chomp their way through the the fingers of the zombie that's holding one of her chains so she bends her head down all of these snakes just she rolls a natural 20 um all these snakes just go to work on one of the zombie's hands and uh its fingers kind of come to pieces and it lets go as fingers are flying and that end of the chain just goes loose and so the medusa um stretches herself all of her snakes kind of stretch out towards the sky very very happy about this uh next in my order of business is going to be actually the zombies believe it or not they rolled very well on their initiative too because zombies are pretty <laughs> miserable at initiative um <laughs> they managed to be the 20 yeah holy crap <laughs> <laughs> They did. Um, so zombies. Well, undead Ooh. doesn't mean unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think they're doing anything right now because they can't. They can't really see any anything to do. There's no targets that they can see that are obvious. They're just standing around watching. Um, I think they're kind of groaning and looking back and forth, waiting for instructions and not doing terribly much. So with that happening, Bali, you're up next. What are you going to do? Yes. So while this uh, sneaking in had been going on, um, while waiting for the signal, Bali had been loading up um, his light crossbow that he'd um, had on his back. And he just sort of had it at the ready and he's just like, all right, this must be the signal, he actually says. Um, and he's going to take a shot at the uh, priest because, you know, the priest is the one doing the ritual, probably the person to stop. Cool. All right. Launch an attack at that priest. And that is, oh, the worst possible roll for a halfling because it's a two, which means it's a six, which means right. it goes wild. Uh, okay. So he, he, he kind of curses under his breath, drops the um, crossbow and rushes into the fray Um you know, uh, not provoking the opportunity attacks, but just kind of getting amongst, uh, drawing his shield as he goes. Brilliant. So um, you'll you're kind of get on the scene alongside uh, the great Sebastian, um, charging in closer. And as you're charging in closer, you see um, the priest, he, he hasn't even noticed your... Um, your strike go past because he's so fixated on the sudden um, reveal of his prisoner. He's trying to get his spell together, but... Unfortunately, he's going to trigger a uh, petrifying gaze saving throw from this Medusa, first of all, and he rolls a four on his saving throw. So um, that fails by a lot, and that means he is instantly petrified. So the Dark Priest, who has been in the middle of this whole ceremony and chanting and ranting about the mournful Duke, um, kind of lets out this little squeal and suddenly turns to stone. That's one way of dealing with it. Uh, leap. <laughs> Dougal Black. Uh, yeah, you're you're uh, charging in on this priest, and the priest has suddenly turned to stone. You can see that there right. is a, a Medusa mm -hmm. right next to the priest, mm -hmm. and a couple of zombies, and various other cowled figures around the place. What are you going to do? So Leap was running through. He, he, he was committed. He had, his, he had pulled sort of the zombie cloak back, and he was charging, and he saw the Medusa, and he saw the guy turn to stone, and he just did 180s. 
turns around um, and, and says to the great Sebastian, all right, I think that's it. Uh, job done. Ritual, ritual disrupted. Uh, we can go. Cool. Okay. Bye. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to turn to stone. Awesome. All right. You're turning to get out of there? I'm not waiting. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, these adepts. Oh my gosh. What are, what are they <laughs> going to do? Um, I think they're a bit bewildered about what's going on with you, but they want to deal with that Medusa. So they are going to be trying to get the Medusa under control. Uh, they are going to. Hmm. Um, the first couple of them uh, immediately charge in at the medusa and um trying not to be not to be caught by her gaze they're going to do their best to and do some magic on her the first one terrible fail turns to stone second one makes his saving throw um fails his attack roll um with his inflict wounds spell so um that those two adepts don't manage to do much of anything that will uh will deal with this medusa the other two oh these rolls are going pretty terribly um these other two adepts are also affected by the medusa's petrification powers and uh they are slowly starting to to turn to stone as well they're going to get a chance to free themselves so of all of these these cloaked figures in the room um more than half of them are stone and it's it's going very very badly for the uh forces of chaos and disruption except that medusa is kind of also force of chaos and destruction just of a different flavor lots going on um before we can do anything else that that weird shadow who was kind of pouring the wine is still fitting around the corners of this chamber just enjoying the mayhem um we've got sebastian the black and we've got free free sebastian what are you going to be doing um i'm going to cast a minor illusion um, mm. i'm going to present an illusion of a mirror uh facing the medusa ah excellent sort excellent. of floating floating in the air mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the air facing the medusa right um cool you you produce this big illusion in the vicinity of the medusa um as she glimpses this illusion, she immediately kind of uh, looks away from it and all of her um, little snakes kind of point towards the ground, hissing, and said, well, that's no fun. Who conjured that? Who conjured that? Um, Free Free, what are you going to do? Um, Free Free is definitely confused about who are the bad guys and who are the good guys here. It's very confusing for Free Free, including possibly some of Free Free's party, not super clear about <laughs> their morality <laughs> also. Um, but Free Free's going to just um, say a little prayer, just take a little moment to just vibe with, with their God and cast Bless if they can, uh, uh, if the three companions are close enough to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think you can approach a little bit closer in order to do that. So that's Yeah, fine. I think so. It's 30 feet, so I think then Free Free will kind of shuffle forward and just um, bless Ooh. those three. All right. To add a um, D4 to attacks or saving throws. Nice. The three of you pick up a little bit of this this nice energy um, as you as you do that. Now. Uh, yeah, it feels I, like soft fur just against your cheek. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, one of those adepts who was starting to turn to stone um, 
uh, snarls uh, an instruction to the zombies. Just kill the intruders, why don't you? And the zombies kind of shambling start moving and looking for where these intruders might be so they can kill them. Um, you feel the attention of these undead beings zooming in on you. Um, this is going to go first, though. Um, the Medusa, uh, still trying to... No, as the zombie that was holding this chain takes up its new instruction of killing the intruders, um, she's now free. Uh, she occupies herself with kind of shaking herself. Um, she uh, looks at... Um, the priest, and then kind of smiles nicely, and then says, "Now, seriously, now, who's who made that happen? That's not Plog style. That's someone else did that. Some adventurers in here, aren't there? Show yourselves." So she's calling you out. It seems um, zombies turn their attention to. Ooh, well, there is a retreating leap nearby um, who's in the vicinity of a couple of zombies who are both going to take a, um axe-type swing at you. Um, one of them is going to swing out this blade um, that comes right at you, Leap. And, oh, it's going to That's get bad. you... It's going to get you pretty good. Uh, you are going to take a little bit of damage that I'm just going to look up. It's going to be uh, five points of damage Whoa. as this battle axe slices against your side. These other two zombies, um, they can see a big obvious Barley who needs to be dealt with. So they're shambling in the direction of you, Barley. Um, their axes come up and they make attacks on you. Um, one of them manages to get through your guard because they're just so relentless as they come at you. And they're heedless of their own safety. You take a you take a pretty nasty slice. It's going to do six points of damage to you as you feel these zombies pressing close upon you. Um, in the shadows, there are these adepts in their cloaks trying to free themselves. There is a big floating mirror in the middle of the space. You're up, Barley. What are you going to do? Um, you are technically close enough to this Medusa that she could force you to make a saving throw if she wanted to, but. She's not doing that. She's not looking in your direction. It might be because of this big floating mirror that's hanging in the middle of the space. Uh, what are you going to do? And fair enough. And, um, well, I mean, Free Free's just mentioned that she's confused as to who the good guys and who the bad guys are. Uh, but Bali is under no illusions. Uh, uh, he is very certain who the good guys are. That's us and the person who is going to be sacrificed. And the bad guys were the people who are going to be doing the sacrificing. So... He takes a disengage action um, to, to, to dodge his way through the zombies. He's going to rush up to the um, side of the Medusa, turn his back to her, shield and sword at the ready to defend her, and say, don't worry, good lady. We're the adventurers. We're here to rescue you. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. All right. You, you do it. You get right through there. You're standing right next to this um, this weird, freaky altar with weird shadowy um shadowy wine that as um we're looking around defensively you, you see this wine as some of it spilled onto the floor from where uh the great sebastian spilled it before and as it falls onto the floor it just dissolves into smoke and that weird shadowy figure that was floating around um you see it kind of fly over your head and reattach itself to the tapestry behind you uh dark priest is made of stone can't do anything leap 
you were headed for the exit. So you and Bali have kind of swapped places. Um, you've got through where these uh, these zombies were. If you want <coughs> to be, you can get out to where Free Free is. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm going back. Uh, let me go back out to where Free Free is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just <coughs> seems sensible to um, just sort of regroup for a moment uh, and um, catch his breath while the others sort of just take care of things in the room brilliant okay so you get out to where free free is free free um you see leap kind of slide through where these zombies are the zombies it's it's, it's a classy it's a swaggerly slide kind of, ah, but brilliant. he thinks it is but it looks it looks really just like harried and lame <laughs> and he, he tries to sort of recover a little well, bit because so, so yeah. right right behind where Steve leap Parisk. was going the slide there are three zombies um two of them are trying to kill leap to kill Dougal, um, and one of them is the great Sebastian. Um, so all of the uh, the adepts are busy trying to um, free themselves from this uh, horrible petrification that is messing with them, and they're um, they're not too worried about any of you right now. So I think we're going to have the great Sebastian first. You're a zombie. You're dressed as a zombie. You're surrounded by zombies. They're not too interested in you. What are you going to do next? <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of I, I, I let the zombies sort of move on me to, to mm-hmm. what it, whatever whatever they're doing I've been Sebastian's been a little bit fix, fixated on the on the on the on the on the tapestry mm. when he sort of thinks that zomb, like zombies aren't directly observing him he lets out a firebolt at the tapestry nice trying to, trying to set fire to it yeah Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to give the tapestry a saving throw to see if its uh, weird protections can save it from catching fire. Oh, and I roll pretty well on its saving throw. So you launch some fire at this tapestry. There is a burst of flame, but almost as soon as it starts to come up, it's um, it's put out. Like the shadows within the tapestry themselves are trying to keep it safe and keep it protected. That what fire damps itself down again. Uh, free free you um you watch this uh zombie great sebastian throw some fire at the tapestry you have um dougal who's joined you at the edge of this fray and there are a couple of zombies kind of heading your way what are you going to do oh oh, oh look there's a there's a smart thing to do and then there's the free free thing to do so i'll probably do the free free thing um i'm gonna channel divinity from my god and do um and turn undead to try and make the zombies uh, stop what they're doing and, and move away from us. Yeah. Nice. Right. I think that is a um, a brilliant idea. So, what does it look like when you when you do that? What I don't even know what your holy symbol would look like. Tell tell us the visual that we get. Holy symbol kind of looks like a like a sunrise, but like a slightly furry sunrise. Um, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Like a sort of a, a fluffy sunrise. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so it looks like the <laughs> when I'm casting turn undead, a rising sun. But then you kind of and it's and it's quite beautiful. And then you notice that it's kind of more like that Teletubbies baby, like a little fuzzy sun. And then it just kind of breathes all over the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful again (laughs) (laughs) okay so these two zombies uh they 
um kind of stumble back from you and um kind of wave wave their um arms around but then their little amulets that they are wearing both of them glow which gives them both a second chance at the saving throw because these are oh, amulets that dicks. give them advantage right. against turning that's the whole point of the amulets and one of them is going to fail the second saving throw as well but one of them succeeds so one of those zombies um kind of almost it falls over on its backside and um kind of scribbles away trying to get into a corner get away from you but the other one just uh settles back down and fixates more closely on you and Dougal and takes another pace forward more like um, zombie. As, as a bonus action can i cast spiritual weapon is as a channel divinity considered a spell it's not i'm gonna say yes because i don't know it. i don't want to look it up so okay, just say, <laughs> okay. <"Yep>, do it <laughs> okay i'm gonna cast spiritual weapon and uh when you cast it can you uh do the do the whack at the same time you can i think uh, you do yeah yeah and then i'm just going to try and it looks like a big um whack-a-mole oh um what are those called mallet hammer yeah hammer yep. hammer i knew what and you mean try and whack one of the zombies <laughs> the one that didn't turn away because i'm angry at it now is it comically large yeah of course Brilliant. <laughs> like large enough well, to squish a zombie like <laughs> it's, All right. it's comically large compared to me but it might just be a normal size for you guys cool so uh, make, to believe, uh, make your uh, da, da, da. that's an 11 oh an 11 <laughs> i don't know that's gonna do it against it's the not zombie. great oh no it will it's a 10 is all you need yeah nice um, cool I think that's a D8 plus your spellcasting. It is, bonus. so that's a six. Six damage. Very nice. Cool. Um, so you smack down hard on this uh, on this zombie. Um, its its armor kind of crumples a bit as you um, you whack it pretty good, uh, but it's a zombie, so it's still coming. And then I'm going to run behind Dougal. <laughs> Excellent. The Medusa. Um, it's at your back, Barley. Um, it says. <laughs> All right. Well, looks like um, I owe you my thanks. Wouldn't you uh, introduce yourself? Well, without taking his eyes off the enemies, which is the zombies in front of him, of course, he just sort of like, you know, just over his shoulder, he's just like, right, well, I'm, I'm Barley Good Barrel at your service. What's your name, good lady? Um, you, you can call me Sylvia. Sylvia, enchanted. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Hmm. Well, uh, they, were, uh, they were they were going to sacrifice me, as you could probably tell. Which is right. I'm pretty pleased that that's not going to get a chance at happening. Same um, here. Looks to me like they're all under my power now. And you look around with her, and you can see that all of the adepts, all everyone in robes, basically, is now entirely made of stone. It's just the zombies who are still maneuvering around the place at this point. Um, so this is this is going rather well for the uh, good guys. Bali Bali says, "You're right. I don't know what's turning them all to stone, but certainly it works to our advantage." <laughs> Brilliant. Must have been um, something they drink. <laughs> Bali, could could I get you please to give me a charisma roll? Just, just a straight charisma roll? Yep, 
Yep. Oh, you can you can do any any uh, skill that you think might be relevant with trying to uh, impress our um, friend Sylvia the Medusa. Um, well, I mean, Bali's proficient in persuasion because he likes making friends, and so I feel that this is absolutely, um, you know, uh, that situation. Perfect. So I'm going to roll persuasion. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, that is a non-natural twenty. Oh, very very friendly you are. Yeah. Um, brilliant. So these two zombies that were messing with you, Bali, they um, come in close. These are the two that were holding the chains of this Medusa not long mm -hmm. ago and hoisting up their um, axes. They kind of jab at you and get at you. One of them again gets inside your inside your guard and ooh, does seven points of damage that time. Bali's so, not um, looking that good. Yeah, they're they're managing to to put some pain on you. How what is your hit point situation now, Bali? Uh, currently ten of twenty eight. Okay, so you are you are bleeding and hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. Cool. Well, it's um, it will be your your kind of action turn in a second, I think. But we've got one other zombie on the other side of the chamber who's very close to free free and to cool, uh, and it steps closer to hmm. It's going to step closer to Free Free, I think, uh, unless Dougal wants to interpose himself. Um, Leap, do you have any interest in protecting Free Free from the the large axe that is swinging towards her? Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I think I think Leap. Um, uh, like instinctively ducks out of the way. Um, uh, and uh, says and like sort of feels a bit embarrassed by it, but also it's it's instinct. And um, I think, yeah, just rolls out of the way and says, "Don't worry, it's uh, it'll be okay." <laughs> but I think he's equally telling himself. Yeah, as much as he is. Cool. So free, free. Dougal, who was close by you, just slides completely out of the way, leaving leaving you exposed to the zombie who jabs a rusty blade right at you. It's going to hit and it's going to do seven points of damage to you. Is that a is that a big nasty wound to free, free? I'm not sure what your hit point situation is right now. It's nothing. Nah, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's not very good at all. Bali, um, you get to act now. Great. So there's two zombies in front of me, you said. Are either of them looking any more injured than the other? Uh, the, yeah, I'll rephrase. Them, them, I'll attack uh, one if it looks more injured. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit more messed up. So, yep, you can, you can do that. Cool. Uh, that is an 8 plus a d4. Four, so that might be the uh, crucial thing to stop me from failing. The nope, <laughs> I got one on the D force. So that's a nine to hit. I'm oh, afraid. No. Um, but I will action surge and try and hit it again. Excellent. Ooh. Do that. Okay. So even with the blessing of uh, Free Free's God, you are yep. unable to hit with your first strike. But that zombie, you were just suckering it into position. Yeah, but I hit it on the second, and I do uh, eight damage. Eight damage. Excellent. This zombie and, is good. Yep. And then I just do a bonus action to second wind. He'll he'll take a moment to sort of like steady himself. <sighs> You've got this, Barley. And uh, he'll, <laughs> he regains 10 hit points. Wicked. Okay. At the back of the room, Free Free um, 
your hurt alongside you. Dougal, leap, leap, it's your action. Um, you've just got out of the way of Free Free, and you look up and see the zombie kind of looming, looming over them. And um, there is kind of this sudden movement alongside you, and you glance, and stepping out of the stone of the wall is that yellow-shirted man with the moustache again, and he gives you a nod. What do you do? <laughs> um, I mean, like I, I think uh, Leap just sort of shrugs and accepts that this is all just messed up, but of course it would be, because what makes sense anymore? But then... um sort of <clears throat> just rubs his hands like a little bit just and sort of feels because he's been quite hurt he's down to 11 hit points right and so he pulls away and sees blood and he can feel the pain from it and he thinks oh no <laughs> and just this just sort of cowers away like like starts head towards the exit to sort of just get his thoughts and trying to work out what's going on because this is not right this is not nice. real this all is right what's going so on I'm not okay. He's not happy with the situation. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, free free. Uh, will it'll be your action up next? As um, I guess we we go with you now. This zombie has loomed over you and struck at you. And as it strikes at you and you're hurt, you kind of reel backwards and you find your eyes fall on Dougal. Google, who has been such a huge supporter and a protector of you for so long. And you see Dougal just kind of chicken out himself and taken himself away and not even throwing a glance over his shoulder at you. What are you going to do? Free Free is going to assume that that Dougal must be really, really hurt because there's no way that Dougal would do that unless Dougal was really hurt. So Free Free's going to use their bonus action to cast Healing Word. That's not that one that I, there's one that I always mess up. No, that is instantaneous. Yeah. So um, to get 1d4 plus 5 hit points to Dougal. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's a full. That's a full four plus plus five nine. <laughs> so Stephen feels terrible. Dougal <laughs> leap then, through no. And then Free Free's going to use their mace to try and whack. Okay, the, good. The <laughs> it's not your last action to heal me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, which is a that is a sixteen. 16 oh, okay so That's you um, you throw some healing at the retreating Dougal and then um, shimmy up get your mace and smash this zombie in the face what kind of damage do you do uh, I do fucking one yes. okay. oh. oh no it'll be plus so it's three okay could have been better could have been better um it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. It is right. what it is. <laughs> is it a holy damage of any kind, like radiant damage? I don't know. Special magic? No, it's just a mace. Yeah. Right. In the uh, heart of things, 
there are two zombies that are messing with barley and uh barley and a medusa and i think the medusa is going to um kind of step to barley's side and um start start just fighting back with everything she can i think she runs and she seizes one of these zombies and um six her uh little little snakies all over it and as she does so this zombie it's going to fail its petrification saving throw it's a bit of a gray area how effective these um the stone turning power is against undead and she's having a go anyway and i think the zombie is kind of starting to calcify from inside so it's slowed down it's a little bit messed up um and she just keeps messing with the zombie and it just falls into a pile of just rubble just old broken stones inside the armor before her leaving still one zombie that you are engaged with barley that zombie um swings its axe at you once again and rolls another very good attack roll um it's going to be a 19 on its attack roll and it's going to be doing this time ooh, only three points of damage um so it's a, a pretty minor wound but it's just been so relentless as it bears down upon you you get a chance to respond barley what are you going to do Cool, so it's back to me. All right, um, yeah. So he sort of says to the side, still not making eye contact with this Medusa because he's keeping an eye on the threat in front of him, the zombie. But he does say, gosh, those those little snakes you've got on your head, they look pretty cool. But I wonder what would happen if I had snakes for here. I could get so many things done. <laughs> and you'd have little friends to, like, you know, hang out with. God, it sounds like a great idea. And he's just sort of, like, he's sort of, like, trended off on, like, this train of thought as... He's sort of, you know, the 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 actual fighting is pretty rote to him now. So he's just going through the motions of like bashing things with shield and sword. But he's clearly like actually like mentally distracted by this idea of what would I do if I had snakes for here? What a fun um, character to play with. That I bet anyone who plays with a character like that just just so much joy. <laughs> um, right, make, make your attack rolls yeah so he hits and he does 8 damage it was like a 17 to hit and, brilliant uh, alright the, um, the zombie is uh, reeling under your assault where you're kind of almost, almost looking over its shoulder as it's happening um, yeah. Jared the great Sebastian I skipped over you before in the order so let's catch up with you now what What are you going to be doing well, now now everyone's, everyone's sort of facing away from the great Sebastian. He feels like it's time for his big reveal. So great <laughs> Sebastian sort of, um, he's been sh sort of bending over under, under, under the zombie armor and, you know, put it, put, putting the roll. And now he kind of uh, pulls himself up to his, to his full, full height, reasonably, reasonably tall. He's sort of hoping that the armor will just kind of fall, fall, fall away from him because it's like him, you know, like, here I am, the great Sebastian. <laughs> you know, here I am. The great Sebastian, and um, and then reaches out in in, in two two um, directions, and uh, magic missiles fly from his hands, uh, two towards the zombie um, attacking Free Free, and two towards the zombie attacking Bali. Brilliant. All right. Well, that's going to unveil a bunch of damage in the direction of those two two zombies. I think. Okay, so the the the, the first zombie uh, attacking Free Free is going to take four, seven damage, and the one attacking Barley is going to also take seven damage. 
Oh. Seven damage against both of them. All right. Cool. So the um, barley, as uh, you're you're battling with this zombie, thinking about snake here, there's rubble spilling out to your left, and then suddenly you have this beautiful view of the great Sebastian making a dramatic reveal behind this illusory mirror, and then magic missiles come flying and slam into the zombies. You've seen the great Sebastian bring out the magic missiles before. It always it always comes through. You're such a great team. You've got such great teammates. You can rely on each other, and that zombie just goes down in front of you. Um, falls. Now, zombies, they sometimes decide they want to come back when they get hurt like that, but this zombie is not coming back. This zombie is down. Um, on the other side of the Great Sebastian, Free Free, you're kind of on the shadowy edge of the space. You're a little bit isolated. You've been pushed a little bit back as the zombie's been advancing on you. It's bigger than you. Um, you hit it with your mace. It didn't do terribly much. Magic missiles come flying and strike it from behind, and it kind of vibrates a little bit it's hurt obviously but it then takes a shaky step forward it's still menacing you it's getting closer and getting closer um oh okay it swings its axe right down at you free free and you what's your armor class before i make a clear to call here 18 18 all right misses you it slams down on the stone um i think it, it it just slides off your armor and it takes another shaky step forward it's Toughest just coming fixated on you um cool so before before we get a chance for free free to take any further action before we hear more from the great sebastian down the end of the corridor at the start of the slope um uh dougal you're feeling a bit better. You've picked up a little bit of magic, <clears throat> magic kind of hovering around yourself. As you go around the corner, um, this yellow shirted man with a mustache kind of falls into step behind you as well. Well, hey there. Oh, uh. Yeah. Uh. Over talking. Talking ghost. I guess that makes sense. Well, you're a bit of a ghost yourself, right? You're not from uh, around here. <laughs> you can say that again. How long anyway. have you been in this body, son? Uh, well, in some ways, I've been in it my whole life. In other ways, probably about a day. <laughs> you know, who would know? I'm sort of looking at him, going sort of... Um, wondering by that, because it's a very odd question to ask somebody. But uh, something tells me you, you know what you're asking me. Well, I do. You're a possessing spirit. I'm leaping from somewhere else. Landed in this body, displaced who was in here before. And then suddenly, I think, uh, so Leap hearing that mm -hmm. remembers the sort of fragments of the voice that the, before he woke up in this body saying about leaping into bodies and having to do stuff and it sort of it starts to it rings a bell it's not crystallized but it's, it's sort of a vague sense of unease um but familiarity so, so it's you're part of the dream or this isn't a dream or is this actually happening because it felt oh. pretty real that x i gotta say this ain't no dream 
Who are you? Oh, nothing like that. Are you some kind of guardian angel? Is that what you are? Or my, my demon did I come to haunt me? Am I in hell? Am I in hell? This is hell, isn't it? No. This is a long way from hell. This is just the world. Looks to me you've landed in a situation that's spun a bit out of control. Looks to me like you're leaving someone's friends in the lurch. Is that the kind of person you are? Well, I guess everybody's somebody's friend, but are they my friends? I mean, I kind of like them. Great Sebastian's kind of nerdy, but cool. And Barley's, I don't know much about him, but he seems he seems sweet. Um, and that free fee, well, you know, I got a bit of a soft spot for it. What can I say? So, uh, but I don't know them. They're not, they're not my people. I don't know. So uh, I figure I'll just walk out and find a, find a, find a, you know, my, my people somewhere else. Figure out what, what I am, who I am, what I'm doing. I don't think that's going to help you. I know a bit about your situation. I can see it. Written in the fates all around you. As he's talking, you um, kind of find yourself looking over his shoulder and it's like everything's gone still and down the hallway you can see Free Free frozen almost, still moving but really, really slowly like time has slowed down in this chamber as Google's friends are trying to seize control of the situation and make themselves safe seems to me you've landed in this body and the spirit inside's craving some kind of harmony you make that harmony happen. I think you're going to walk on to whatever reward you're seeking. You don't make that harmony happen. Seems to me you might might end up punished somehow. You got to ask yourself, what would this person whose life you're taking care of right now? What would they want to do? So, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, Leaps is thinking, well, harmony, punishment, I don't, uh, this is all sort of going over his head, but I guess the, what would this person's life, what would I, what would this person's life need to happen? I'm like, well, I guess I, I guess I have to understand that. Um, I think, well, uh, I don't know. What kind of punishment are we talking about here? I could just walk out of here. You, you're a ghost. You can't stop me, right? I just start walking. Uh, I can't stop you, and I wouldn't stop you, but I find you pretty interesting. So, what's your deal? Why are you here? Who am I? Who are you? What do you? How come I don't? How come I don't know anything? My name's Cam. Cam. And I take an interest in interest in things like you. If you want, I can keep an eye out for you. Looks to me you're not going to have anybody to call home for a little while yet. Says the ghost. You might be uh, might be in the market for a friend, a friend who can show up no matter who, where you land, which everybody you come into. I'd be happy to be that friend if you want. Wait, you mean this might happen again? Oh yeah. Oh bugger. Okay. Ugh. You're a lost soul, my friend. Leap just sort of does a quick mental check of himself. 
um, tries to work out what kind of person he is. Doesn't know if he's a, if, if that's what kind of person he is always or just now. Doesn't know enough to know how to answer that question. Kind of really unnerves him a lot. Um, I guess he just sort of he says, "Well, we're not done talking, Cam," and um, runs up and sneaks attack the zombie behind Free Free. Sneak attacks. Cool. Sneak attacks. Yeah. As you run towards. Holds to sneak. <laughs> yeah. As you run towards that zombie, time starts speeding up again, and it just hits into regular rhythm as you get up close. You come leaping in so quickly, so smoothly, so adeptly, like a rogue, like a thief. You get to use your full sneak attack bonus as you are going to try and make this zombie suffer as it brings its blade up to swing it free-free once again. So make, make an attack roll. That is a sweet 18. 18. Brilliant. It's going to be a fair whack of damage. Hit me. Cool. Um, so I, I presume I've got two weapon fighting. Does that mm-hmm. mean I can sort of the short sword and the dagger and one in each hand? Do do um the first hit first. Yep, yeah, sure. Uh, sneak attack. So that is two uh, d six damage. Gives me. Uh, that is uh, six damage plus. The um, D6 six, so 12 damage all up. 12 damage, all right. 12 damage. You um, your blade strikes home against the zombie, and the zombie kind of reels and slams against the wall and starts to slump down, tipping over, losing its balance. And then, as these zombies do, it tries to right itself, tries to bring it itself up and then it just loses whatever animating force was inside of it and falls down once again it falls down alongside free free alongside um you between the two of you and then it is still it is defeated the threat is over its axe clangs on the stonework right alongside free free he looks at free free and says more like dumby am i right Briefly last. Thank you for clarifying. I think I think I think Leap sort of ex- feels like he got what he Make a comedy check. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll work on it. Yeah. I don't know the Dougal was ever very good at the comedies either, so it's probably in character. Um all right, I think we can we can step out of the initiative order right now because all of the robed figures are made of stone. All of the zombies are dead except for one that got turned and was hiding in a corner. I think we'll say that the Medusa kind of messes with that one as well because I, I, I'm done with it. The zombies are defeated. And um, you all kind of get to look at each other and um, make eye contact the great sebastian you're um kind of dominating the room that big illusory mirror is that still in place what's what's the deal with that before we well, it, move on it lasts it lasts it lasts for a minute right and so okay. <laughs> sebastian's so still, like yep um am i okay to take the mirror away 
Because <laughs> I said I like to get stoned. <laughs> um, Sylvia. Um... So Bali, um, if I may, um, yep. Morg, um, so when the all the zombies are dead um, and that sort of thing, he's like, right, let's get you out of here, he says to Sylvia. And he like just puts his um, sword into his other hand, you know, that's um, strapped into his shield. And he just reaches out and takes her hand and just starts leading her over to Sebastian. Um, yep. You know, not if she doesn't resist, he's not like pulling her. He's just like, you know, yep. just gently leading if she's willing to follow along. And he's like, Sylvia? Isn't my friend? Oh, sorry. I should get back in my voice. Sylvia is my friend Sebastian, and he just introduces them. Um, this uh, Medusa, with the the snakes kind of waving, talks from the other side of the mirror. It's all right. I'm not going to turn any of you to stone, as long as you're going to help me get out of here and let me uh, go on my merry way be very happy with the end of uh this whole situation i don't need to make anyone else feel my stony blessing today <laughs> oh feels so good to be out of that hood oh how many of them have i chewed through about four so far so um sebastian is it yes yep <laughs> are you gonna let her take a good look at your face sebastian Ugh, i what the hell? I click my fingers <laughs> and the mirror disappears. All right, the mirror disappears and you are looking straight into the eyes of a Medusa. That was the last we saw Snakes of Sebastian. Right. <laughs> built a statue of him. Well, they would have, but they just carried him from the cave. <laughs> Sylvia, hold for you to shake and does not attempt to turn you to stone. Take cool. a hand. <laughs> Behind Bali and Sebastian and Sylvia, there is another conversation I'm presuming happening between Free Free and Google slash Leap. Um, you're at the entrance to this chamber, away from the messed up tapestry and the weird altar. Um, what happens between the two of you? Well, Leap sort of looks at Free Free. After the zombie thing, sort of still look waiting for a. Um, that was a that was a kind of like a a, a a grin trying to half impress it, but also half trying to figure out himself what's going on because there's just so much weirdness. But um, I'm pretty proud Rufy's of. he's gonna hug Dougal's leg. Um, and I think just not sure what else to do. Leap just sort of pats her on the head and gives her a scratch behind the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Like, One of nice. Free legs does their thumper thing, you know. <laughs> as you as you um, kind of get that little thumping vibration going through your body, going through Dougal's body, leap, you feel like everything is as it should be. It was what did that guy Cam say? Like harmony, like everything is right. You have made it right, and. As that happens, you feel yourself kind of releasing, stepping back, almost you're not quite on inside the edges of this body anymore. And as you're stepping out, you see rising out from the body, only you can see this, 
a shard of pure memory glowing your memory your past and as it comes out there is a shining opening light in the sky a portal something else this memory is rising up towards the portal like it's opening the portal that's where you have to go you feel yourself drawn there you feel so strong vigorous ready to jump ready to go is there any last thing that you want to say here oh god phew i knew this wasn't real okay i'm out (laughs) awesome (laughs) as you start saying that you um see once again the yellow shirted man in the moustache says i'll find you i'm cam the mournful duke all right dreamy ghost friend (laughs) and you leap through the portal you go mournful duke you go to something else to somewhere else your memory is ahead of you we're going to find out a bit about that shortly um in a little end of game one-on-one session where we'll find out about what memory you have recovered and what might be happening next for you but right now we're going to say goodbye to the other members of this um adventure by closing out with their characters first of all so as dougal black kind of blinks and starts to come back to himself let's have um some final words of description and whatever else you might want to say let's start with uh start with the great sebastian um you've just made friends with a medusa or at least shaken hands with one any final final moment or description from you (laughs) Uh, i i I was not thinking that hard about it um i I just found out i have to come up with a memory so i think you're okay (laughs) (laughs) um just like now sort of relaxed hasn't been turned to stone making casual conversation uh you know for a for a lady with snakes for hair kind of rock ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep oldest <laughs> uh, comedy check um <laughs> hang on let me hello Chick, is this thing on? <laughs> Brilliant, Bali. So Bali is super excited um, to have made a new friend, um, and so he's uh, gonna—he's kind of like a million miles a minute, kind of uh, having kind of almost two conversations at the same time with one person as he jumps from idea to idea, and the two conversations being, you know, one the vein of, so right, so you've got snakes for here, so what do do they eat things as well? So, like, if I was, like, going to make you a scone, would I have to make, like, little scones for the snakes as well? Or would it just be, like, one big scone? And he he gets very distracted by that. And then he also is kind of um, jumping onto the other topic of, like, so you turned all them to stone? That's crazy. How'd you do that? And so he's basically bouncing between the two topics um, very excitedly because he's never met anyone like Sylvia, and he's just completely intrigued to meet her. Stones and scones. <laughs> hey, and and free free. Um, free free uh, is gonna look really really happy, really at peace, really thrilled, and then suddenly get a really angry and intense and confused look on their face, and their 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 cheeks are gonna go red, and they're gonna start kind of quivering with pure fury, and then you see their their ears kind of. <laughs> 
um, reaching up and then start moving around like little snakes. And basically, they're just trying to copy the Medusa with the ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and as the, as the little ears do their best snake dance, I think we're going to pull the camera back and we're going to leave Bali and the Great Sebastian and Free Free and Dougal Black and Sylvia um, in the Caves of Chaos, having disrupted this ritual and saved the keep. And um, we will say farewell to them and we're also going to say farewell to Harriet and to Jared and to Fraser. So uh, goodbye to you all and thank you very much for playing. Thanks for having us. Uh, so much fun, guys. Yeah, the kid. All right, so there'll be a bit more with just me and Steve, but um, for now, we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This was Dungeon Leap, Leap on the Borderlands, with Jared Baker, Fraser Pete, Harriet Preble, and Stephen Youngblood as Leap, featuring Jules Bergeser as the mysterious voice. There's another Leap coming. Stay after these credits for a teaser. Thanks to Alexi Action for music and Nomi Kubomi for sounds. If you've just discovered us with Dungeon Leap, Check out Diceratops Presents Archive. There's so much cool stuff there. Diceratops is proud to be part of Kiemu Fakato or Aotearoa, Kiwi RPG. Say hi on the socials, we're Diceratops NZ. Sometimes we send an email, sign up for those at our website, diceratops.nz. I'm Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone. You leap through the portal into another world. You see a man, a big man, strong, large, broad-shouldered, full beard, walking along a forested path. He's walking towards a floating point of light that's dancing in front of his eyes, and then Suddenly you are in him, you're in this man, you're in his head, you're behind his eyes and you can hear the sounds of the night. Birds, insects, you can feel the layers of dead plant matter crunching under your feet as you take step after step towards this light. You smell ferns, you smell fresh turned dirt. This is you now. The light resolves itself in your eyes. It's a little creature with delicate wings fluttering, and it keeps just out of your reach, beckoning you on. Ahead of you is a dig site, a big space that has been cleared out from a sloping hill. And even in the dim light, you can see revealed a great face in that hillside, an enormous face that flashes green and looks like a devil with a circular mouth, a dark open mouth. The little flying fairy beckons for you. It beckons and it approaches the great green devil face and disappears into its mouth and then as if awaking from a dream, your eyes can see the sign lying knocked over on the ground beside you. Beware, Tomb of Horrors. 
Bo bugger.